Hi everybody, this is Justin. I'm here with Denisha, and you are listening to the Focus on Me podcast. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I think one day we're gonna have to like go live and actually record while we're like visually record. Why? Because I don't think people (laughs) understand what you be doing. They always hear me coming laughing because I'm laughing at you and how you started. But that's I don't the think, mystery of it, though. Nah, I think because people probably think like, why is she always laughing? Because he be acting goofy. <laughs> and y'all need to see what I see. You only hear what he's saying. Gotta but keep the mystery going. Nah, I need I need vindication about why. Uh, I think one of my cousins was listening to it and she said, it's the laugh for me. So I think they need to understand. So let just be the laugh. Like, no, I think they need to understand why I'm laughing at you. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> so we are on set three, part three of uh, Let's Talk About Sex, Baby. Buy salt and pepper. Right. No gimmick, <laughs> no gimmick infringement. No, uh, no, because remember uh, I was saying it was TLC. Correct. Yeah. Oh, no. I know that's that. why I was clarifying. And, and again. to clarify for the people, I am still waiting to, <laughs> for, for my uh, my gift. I have made a request. So I'm still waiting in case you've been listening. I've yet to receive it yet. Listen, um, and people going to be like, did you, like, the same way I got asked about those uh-huh. pancakes? I'm, sti- I'm still waiting. <laughs> Uh, well, again, I feel like that was an unfair. It was bet. not. It was it only was. unfair because you lost. No, that's not what made it unfair. <laughs> when I was saying bet me, you were already looking at the answer. But here's the so, thing. But here's the thing. That's I only why I bet you unfair. because I knew who it wasn't. That's, that's fine. The only reason. And, I and bet again, you. I have not reneged on my end of the bargain. But I'm just, just saying. Received it yet? If it know. was a true bet, like. You, we would have made the terms and agreements before so looking for the information. Thing. That's I just all I'm saying. I just feel like you need to embrace. The I time lost. I'm that fine. you actually lost. That you actually lost. You're actually wrong about something. Nah, I, it doesn't happen often, so just embrace it. I embrace no it. For all I'm saying no, was that when you like, I'm still waiting for my. Uh, and I am. Which I'm is just true. The wager was made as you were looking at the information. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going I acknowledge that it was not TLC. I acknowledge that. I'm on record. It's immortalized in two episodes now that I was wrong. Three now. No, we didn't talk about them the first one, I don't think. I think we did, but it's okay. Well regardless, it's immortal. It's it's immortalized. There's verification that I was wrong. I am owning that. I'm just saying the terms of the in the agreement of the wager should have happened before we went to Google. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it would have mattered if I had a loss. But anywho, it would. <laughs> I probably would have let you out the hook. Like, nah. we ain't, I'm not gonna really hold you to it because I already had seen the answer. You know? No, but it's fine though. <laughs> it's fine. I acknowledge, as my dad would say, I acknowledge the debt. Oh, glory! I'm making payments. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yes. picking up where we left off and. Yeah, I don't really know where we left off. So start us off. So, or we're gonna we we're, we're gonna do we're gonna do is kind of wrap it all up here. Um, I guess maybe figuratively and literally, um, because again we're talking about sex. Okay. So, um, and I guess in some in some ways, I, I don't know if we should say it should be for the married people or or not. But folks do live their own lives, so. Um, Clearly, we are about marriage enrichment. Enrichment. 
So, take it for what it's worth. Uh, do what you want with it. Hopefully, you take it and use it to uh, the betterment of your marriage. But anyway, uh, sex well, and its importance. Can we? T- maybe that's a that's a good place that I'd like to start. What you just said was really important about you know focus on me, me standing for marriage enrichment, mm-hmm. and absolutely having this conversation about how to enhance your marriage your relationship and how vital sex is to that yes but maybe there's another level that we can uh get to before we get to that is how what is the impact of sex with other partners prior to your marriage or your committed relationship so are we now here's the question i have are we talking about sex with the partner you no other Plan people. On marrying? No. Okay. Other okay. people. So like, um, because I can imagine that people who have had different sexual partners or those different sexual experiences that impacts positively or negatively. Don't yeah. know the sexual intimacy between your spouse. Right. And right. how often may is that not discussed or how those experiences and we talked about this I think in the first episode, even to the level of sometimes those traumatic experiences, mm-hmm. how that impacts your ability to be fully connected or, you know, um, physically intimate mm-hmm. with your spouse. But what about those ones that were not necessarily traumatic but were experiences nonetheless? So, I think, so there's always good and good and pros and cons. Things that most times in church they're not going to tell you, and just in life they're not going to tell you. Yeah, in life. The, in life. No, I said, I said both. I know. I'm I, just I, I'll, saying, I'll make sure I'm I clarify. With, no, I'm agreeing, like, yeah, like in life. I, yeah. I clarify. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I guess it also depends on the circle of people that you have, the circle of friends that you carry around. Because I think growing up, as, uh, growing up as, as like a teen, it almost seemed like a badge of honor if, as a man or as a boy, it was a badge of honor if, you know, and I used to see it on TV more so than, than real life, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was like a badge of honor if you quote-unquote scored. That was like mm-hmm. a badge of honor. And the reality was, half of them really wasn't, wasn't doing it anyway. More, there was people doing more talking than not. And then, and then there were, uh, you know, some of them that were. Um, I think, though, moving forward as you get into adulthood, and actually start making decisions for yourself and not based off of the peer pressures of of life and your surrounding circles. Um, <clears throat> I think that it, it, like I said, it has positive and negative effects. I think positively, I think, is the experience, is the learning from these things. And I think in some cases, the negative is both. It's still the learning because sometimes there are things you probably don't want to learn. Sometimes there are experiences you probably don't want to have, which to your point before will can later color um, the amount, the the level of intimacy and the level um, of. I don't want to say sexual intelligence. I don't know why that. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's. I don't know. I don't know why that just came to my head, but that's not the <laughs> word I was looking for. But I feel like sexual intelligence needs to be somewhere in this conversation. <laughs> don't know where, but we're gonna put it somewhere. We're gonna put it somewhere in there. But mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think it does make a big difference, and it can affect the um, 
probably I would say not not even consciously knowing that it it can affect how engaged you can be with your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and something else I was thinking about that maybe if we have time we'll get to in this episode is the um, differences between females and males when it mm-hmm. comes to sex, but. I think that maybe if there is a true difference, if it is true, and I don't know that it is because I don't have any statistics in front of me, but if it is true that men want more sex than women or men desire sex more than women, I do wonder how previous experiences factor in mm-hmm. to that. So I was talking to someone this week and they were basically like, after that relationship, I don't want another relationship mm-hmm. like I'm done after this I'm done and I'm sure females everywhere can relate to that and probably males too mm-hmm. but like that I'm done now what she was saying different than I think a man would say is like not I don't want to have a relationship I might still have my side chicks or I still might have my friends with benefits I mm-hmm. think she was saying overall like I'm done I'm good um, whereas now, so let me ask you this question. Do you think that like men, if they're not in a relationship, that they're not having sex? I think it's possible. And the reason I can say that. I don't think that is possible. I'm saying, do you think that that's generally the case when men are like, I'm not in a relationship? It can be the case. Okay. Um, and I guess while you were talking, what made me think about that was, I know I went on I say a journey for lack of a better term mm-hmm. where I I got out of one relationship and I was like I'm done and I went on strike for like mm-hmm. a year and when my, my, in my strike it was like no relationships there was no sex involved there was nothing mm-hmm. no type of physical anything in, in as far as like anything that would be intense or like you know like you, just, you hug somebody a hug is a hug it's not like a greeting or something mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm talking about like there was no making out there was no nothing sexual involved in that time period so, it's possible to be done. So, I'm glad you said that because I wanted, I was also thinking about the time when you said after your relationship before you and I got together, your mm. decision, remember what you said, yeah. your decision yeah, was yeah, tell yeah, people yeah. what you and said. I, your I, decision. I, at that point, I had, <laughs> are we talking about the, 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 when I decided not to have sex for that, that period of time? Or no. Which one are we talking about? Because I had a lot When of... you said you were going in business, basically. Oh, oh, yeah. Going, <laughs> going, going, in, going in the business of being a male escort was was a... Um, that's some... a nice way. That's not what you say. No, that's what... You said you were about to be a hoe. Well, yeah, that's what... The, but being a hoe... See, a male escort was really the, the professional way of saying it. I know. That's what that I was, said. <laughs> that was the professional way of saying it. And... For and for me, and I think so. I think for me, that came from a that came from, and honestly, it just came from um, several things. Number one, it came from um, just a lot of damaged relationships, uh-huh. a lot of putting uh, putting your all into things, and pretty much being left with an empty bag, basically, uh-huh. like with nothing to show for it. But the scars, mm-hmm. all you got, all, all, all I have is battle scars, and battle scars aren't helpful when there's no one there. Oh, I like that. I, I feel like coming right there. When there's no one there to put any healing salve on it, mm-hmm. you know, when there's no one there to help you through uh, those stages of healing, they, they, they're, it's not helpful, at least for me. I'll say it wasn't helpful 
for me to have a bunch of lashes and stuff and nobody there to clean them up. When you said lashes, I instantly thought no. about oh, eyelashes. Lot, lot, I was like, on, bunny. I thought you were saying, <laughs> I have a lot of lashes and nobody to wear them. I no, was like, <laughs> not wear them. Nobody to clean them up because they I bloody so, and bleeding. So I think your statement or your, your uh, hopefully, joke of about to be a hoe what I think it does speak to is like I said, so here's your statement of shoot, I'm about to be a hoe, I'm about to be out here, just whatever, no commitment, do what I gotta do, take care of me. I'm making money. And the other side of my, the female that I know who was like, I'm done. I don't mm-hmm. need to do this again. I don't want to be in another relationship. Because mm-hmm. there's um, so much emotional... Atta- the problem is there's so much attachment. So much emotional attachment. And it's, it's I think what it is is you give so much. Mm-hmm. And then when you give, 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 and are ne- and and you're rarely in the I'm not gonna say never I'm gonna say you're rarely in the place of receiving even what what you're giving and you see that that and sometimes you can actually see when you're being taken advantage of that's the crazy part sometimes you can see it and it's kind con- and for you it's like well for me I'll say it was like all right I can see that there that this is what I'm giving them but that placement of having someone in that spot was enough or seemed like enough and you tried to give them more than what they was really worth as far as um, uh, uh, kudos and, 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 and I credit get it. and whatnot. I understand why you're saying it. I just think that point about sex for one part is mm-hmm. like the need, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if the other emotional pieces are there, right. having that physical need met and I think even from the premise of being a hoe it's like I don't need all that other stuff I don't need right right the I don't need chaos the of connect- the emotion connected to it yeah emotions. but I definitely want the physical connection piece right right and then the other side of people and I won't just say that's a male thing but you have the type of person who's like I don't need all the emotional stuff I just need the sex mm-hmm. and then you have the other people who are like I don't even need the sex like right, right. so how that can impact, you know, those other relationships when you are with your partner, with your spouse, the good and the bad comes into those situations as well, mm-hmm. right? So I think that we've talked, as we talked about, like how culture, society, our faith communities, whatever influences have on how we perceive sex. We've talked about things like traumatic experiences and how they impact sex and I think our previous experiences with other people we were in relationship with mm-hmm. impacts how we view sex especially within those long term commitments marriage etc mm-hmm. um, what ways do you see your past experiences impacting like marital intimacy and or what ways have you seen other people's past experiences impacting marital intimacy well I'll say from what I've seen people's other people's experiences I've seen that um, one thing that needs to, that needs to be done and I think it probably isn't done is having the conversation mm-hmm. of expectation mm-hmm the expectations of sex as far as I'm not saying you know I want you to reverse pile drive me or nothing like that you know say that what does that mean for uh, 
people who are non-wrestling. No, that's not a wrestling okay. term. That's definitely that a sex it. term. Okay. That's a, that's, I thought that's, it was a wrestling term. Nope, because a reverse pile said, driver is, is, is a... Um, oh, oh, Lord. Never mind. Is this keep it rated well, PG-13? <laughs> well, basically, it's, it, it, it is... And most people, you can probably Google it. And you, I'll just tell you, y'all Google it. Google reverse pile driver and not in wrestling form. Uh, or Kama, the Kama Sutra. How about uh, okay. That? There you go. You look at Kama okay. Sutra, you'll probably find it in there. Uh-huh. Um... We got to put a pen in Kama Sutra and come back to that. But go ahead, though. Yes. Um, so, I think that no, no, having that uh, the conversation first about expectation, about, you know, okay, you know, and ha- having the real talk of, hey, listen, you know what? You, this is, this is how, how many times I am okay with having sex mm-hmm. weekly. Let's just mm-hmm. use that as an example. Mm-hmm. Because I think when you go into a relationship with that expectation, if it exceeds, it's always great. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, if you're if it if it you know does not exceed and it does not meet even meet the expectation, that will might might cause an issue because I think, and I've seen people have those issues where it's like yeah you know we, we used to have sex all the time before we got married then we got married matter of fact I had people tell me man you shouldn't get married again because you know you get you know you know you know as soon as you get married. That, Everything that's happening before, if, you, if something was happening before, it's not going to happen now. And it's like, really? Like, and I used to hear even, even before I've ever got married, period. I used to hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if, if you're doing something now, enjoy it. Because you, whatever you're doing now, you're probably not going to get later. Or you might have to wait till your birthday. Or, oh, God. Or you might have to wait till Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Or Veterans Day. Or Father's Day. Or... Uh, uh, Arbor Day, Veterans like, Day. Listen, President's Day. <laughs> Folks was just naming like, like, wait, wait. Why are all these holidays associated with sex? Why can't sex be a part? Why can't that be a regular part of of my marriage? Like mm. that, that. So I mean, that would baffle me to hear people talking about that. So I, mm. from, from so from that perspective, hearing how the effects of it, it, and even learning about knowing, and that's why it's a conversation because. Sometimes before, so early in a relationship, things happen are, are happening rapidly, and I think sometimes sex is had more early just because not um, it's happened early just because because of the emotion attached to it, the physical attraction. Mm-hmm. Not to say you're not physically attracted to the person still, but living together and having day-to-day life, ins and outs, work and everything, things that are differently that impact that time that is allotted. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the the painful reality is that some people's sex drives are different. Mm-hmm. So having that conversation about, hey, look, and that's why I said about the time, the, uh, many times, because that's also incorporated into the sex drive. Because if it's on, if, I, if you're with somebody who's like, yeah, you know what, I, you know, I can have sex once a month and I'm good. And if you're not okay with that, either you need to reevaluate or you need to have a conversation because you need to figure out if that's going to be okay for you. And mm-hmm. the other thing is you can't beat them up mm-hmm. if you know this ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think it's very smart and wise to have that conversation prior mm-hmm. because I've seen people in situations where they're like, you know, oh, I thought that this was going to be this way mm-hmm. and it's not at all. So with that, do you think that Someone introduced a concept here around virginity, right? Mm-hmm. Now, is it a fair assumption to say that 
one, there are still people who are waiting until they get married to have sex. I'm sure there are. Secondly, do you think there are more women who are waiting to get married to have sex than men? Maybe. I was going to say yes at first. At Mm -hmm. first thought, I was going to say yes. But then I have to consider uh, the upbringing of some people. Right. And consider that that may kind of balance the scale out Mm -hmm. a little more. So, so whether it's a male who's a virgin or a female who's a virgin, mm-hmm. I think prior experience, if one person has a lot of experience mm-hmm. or the experience and another person doesn't, I do think those conversations can be hard to have at an adequate or, or um, not adequate, but a accurate mm-hmm. level. So if I'm a virgin and you're not and especially in spaces where they always talk about purity and and abstinence. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, it's like, okay, this is the gold standard. I'm finally here. I'm going to get to be able to do this freely. Mm -hmm. And then, so if you're like, well, how much sex do you think you need to have? I'm like, we need to have it every day. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because say for 25, 30 years, you've never had it. Right. Right. And thinking about it from the more idealistic point of view, or if I am, you know, saying like, oh, you know, I guess once a month. I don't know. Like, so if I say like, oh, shoot, we're going to do this every week. And then when we actually are in the, the marriage and in the everyday life, daily operations, mm-hmm. add kids into the mix, et cetera, et cetera. And then if it's like, well, you're holding me to this once a week thing. Was that a, a accurate answer for a person who never had the experience Anyway, because maybe the experience is, yeah, I say once a week, but once we get into it, it reminds me of Bridgerton, <laughs> um, which she was like, whoa, this is what marriage is about? Mm-hmm. Like, why do we didn't get married sooner? Right, like, right. maybe it changes based on the experience, mm-hmm. but when, and obviously I don't think the part, well, maybe the partner wouldn't mind, like, whoa, wait a minute, you're killing me here. Right, like, right. I think sometimes not having had those other experiences makes it hard to set an accurate read on what the expectation can be. So this may be a far stretch of me saying this. Okay. But I feel like in a situation where, and I'll use this as as you just used, where let's say, okay, you're the virgin, I am the experience. I think, and you say, oh yeah, I want to have everything because you haven't. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and this might be, like I said, it might be a stretch for me to say this, mm-hmm. but I feel like it would probably be the, my responsibility to say, okay, look, Let's start off with maybe mm-hmm. once or twice. And if maybe if you want more, we can always incorporate it. Mm-hmm. Because if you know mm-hmm. that, okay, look, this person's never had it. You don't know how they're going to react, if they're going to enjoy it, if it's going to be something, especially in, and in, 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 I say in a virgin state. You don't mm-hmm. know if, and this is the beginning of y'all relationship sexually too, mm-hmm. you have to be mindful of that. I think that's where that sexual intelligence comes in. See, I knew it was going to come back around. All right. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it's your responsibility to mm-hmm. take that reign and say, hey, listen, so I think it'd be a good idea that maybe we do this. Maybe we, maybe we, maybe we start off once or twice. And, you know, if you want, and if, you know, if we find out later on that we want more, then, hey, you know, we can kind of infuse it in there. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I think it's probably not uh, 
wise to, and it's not fair, honestly, to hold that on them mm-hmm. that, oh, well, you said, especially if they had, if they're coming from, if you're going from virgin to now it's wide open because I, I, if, I, if I'm being honest, I think anybody who grew up in a space where sex was off limits mm-hmm. until marriage, everybody that I know, mm-hmm. that I know was like, shoot, when I get married, especially if they stayed with that and that uh, with with, the, with that set of that philosophy, philo- yes, that philosophy. If they stay with that philosophy, philosophy, they definitely was like, "Yo, I, man, listen." And it, it, I'm talking about I know this is people in their forties now, forties and fifties now that hadn't gotten married, want to get remarried, and had that thought pattern mm-hmm. of, "Oh, it's gonna be every day," and it's like, "Well, bro, your body might not be able to handle that." So you bring up a great point, right? When it comes to physical intimacy between couples and expectations and you know physical limitations mm-hmm. right physical desire libido all those different Ooh. things <laughs> what happens for well let me say this before we go there i also think that sometimes those experiences whether even not being a virgin when people have had negative sexual experiences in other relationships mm-hmm. that shapes Oh yeah, you know their expectations as well as even their desire around, um, or how it shows up in their marriage too. Where it's like, yeah, I didn't enjoy that, or um, there was not reciprocation right, in right. things, which then kind of colors how or their approach. Whether it's like, nah, you gonna do all the giving this time, right, or right. Yeah, I'm not gonna um, settle for that in. And not because the person is not doing what's right, mm-hmm. but because those other yeah, experiences. experiences yeah. um, I think that the whole piece around physical situation, like there are so many different things that can come into play when it comes to expectations, right? But then mm-hmm. <laughs> me and my female friends, we always laugh and joke with each other, especially the older we get, like, um, somebody was saying the other day that they tried to do the bus it challenge oh, no. and it was like, yeah, I almost died trying to get down. <laughs> and, you know, and somebody said something about like recording it and they was like, oh my God, please send the video. Like we just got to, <laughs> because they're just these things. It's like, yeah, you think you're going to be able to try that mm-hmm. out. You think you're going to be able to do this. And then you wake up the next day. Like, I think I told you that's like, I think I thought I had COVID, but I had just messed around and pulled a muscle. Cause I'm like, why can't I breathe right now? But those different things that happen mm-hmm. in life where it comes into play, those changes and seasons and different things, especially after, you know, there are children involved and all the right. different things that particularly women, but a relationship goes through when there's the physical aspect of childbirth Mm -hmm. but then also children in the house and Mm -hmm. sick parents in the house and you know oh this family member staying with us because of whatever situation in their lives so many different things can impact what once was an expectation Mm -hmm. which not that I agree with this but I can see how that goes to well yeah what was happening is about to stop not because the person said okay I'm gonna get them to the altar and then it's over as much as it's just like life happens and people don't necessarily pay attention or predict those things to happen. And I believe though, with even with life happening, I think there's still you still have to be wise enough mm-hmm. 
to make sure that you keep that connection because what you don't want to do is neglect Mm -hmm. because we all we're all aware life does happen Mm -hmm. you know that nothing usually things don't come out don't don't happen as planned Mm -hmm. you know um Watching wrestling, you always notice at the. Uh, I used to always talk about this all the time. At the bottom of a contract or a card, you'll say, or like a program, you say, card is subject to change. Mm-hmm. And I think um, we all know with life, life is subject to change. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it's, I think, uh, imperative that we take the time, take the time to make the time for that interaction with you with your spouse because sometimes and even whether it's sex or whether it's just a simply cuddling sometimes that physical contact is needed mm-hmm. just to kind of it's kind of, sometimes it's a um almost what's the word I'm looking for it's comforting that's the word I'm looking for it's a comforting thing and it, and it lets you know in some cases where you know like if you know if the brother used to be diesel and you know life has mm-hmm. been you know took it took, took away took away the time he's had to be a gym rat he may not feel like yeah you know as desirable right as desirable because he may he went from having a six pack to having a keg mm-hmm. you know and you know <laughs> he might be and in the reality and you know not, and because there's just life is happening you know you don't re- the wife doesn't realize that he may be feeling like that, even though he may say certain things and he may not be able to say certain things because he doesn't know how to articulate them. Mm-hmm. That phys- just having that physical contact kind of lets kind of lets him know, hey, I am still attracted to her. Oh, she is still attracted to me. You know. That makes sense. And I think it goes back to one of our previous episodes when we were talking about love languages. Mm-hmm. What would you say or what happens when, say, that's the case where maybe one of the partners in the relationship has had physical changes and doesn't feel as desirable and the other partner's love language is not physical touch so maybe they're not thinking to do that physical touch thing does the person still feel unfulfilled or not feel desirable so like I'm sorry let me just say it like this my expressing of love my love language to express love is usually gifts, mm-hmm. right? So even when I was out at the store a minute ago, I was walking through. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's anything. Like, I was in the sign area. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if there's anything to put on the wall in his man cave. Because it had, like, a whole bunch of, like, Marvel stuff and mm-hmm. whatever. That's me just walking while I'm going to pick up some supplies, thinking about, like, oh, I can express some love this way. Right. If that person has not communicated mm-hmm. that they feel undesirable, feel uh, don't feel sexually attractive, etc. If that person walked home with gift or, you know, the other partner came home with flowers or picked up dinner, you know, the act of service, it might still go, that need might still go unmet because it wasn't communicated, mm-hmm. especially if their love language is not physical touch. So I think I totally agree with you. And I also believe that because I know that often it is often harder mm-hmm. for men to talk about their emotions mm-hmm. and to talk about how they feel mm-hmm. about certain things. I think what 
could almost equate to that physical mm-hmm. is sometimes uh, you know like the affirmations mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. because that kind sometimes that those words mm-hmm. help just as much and that sometimes can lead mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. to the physical because if the words of affirmations aren't there mm-hmm. and there's no physical mm-hmm. And you just, you just, and you know, let's say like, you know, you talk about, you know, your, your, your gift buying, your, your gift giving rather. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, I know, okay, yeah, she's thinking, uh, in my brain that says, okay, yeah, she loves me, she was thinking about me, but look at me. I'm mm-hmm. still thinking, look at me. So mm-hmm. if you just happen to, it, let's just say for instance, you happen to come in one day and I got like, I'm, I'm using myself as an example of that, of that, mm-hmm. of that guy. And I, and I can't tell you, I feel like, oh man, you know, I don't know how to tell her how I'm feeling, I'm feeling this way. And, you know, you come in or I come in or you see me at some point. Well, babe, you know what? You are so cute. That right there mm-hmm. kind of changes my perspective because like, it's like you see me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes being seen mm-hmm. is just, like I said, it, it is just as, as good as being touched. Now, it's not, it doesn't, it's not the same thing. Let, let but me just it's, a good, it's a good... It's a good substitute for the right. time being. But you know, while while maybe the touch can't happen at the moment, you know, like you were talking about, maybe there's so many there's there's you know, house overran with with with, with, with extras and guests and mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So maybe that you know, you know, the act of sex can't happen at that moment. Mm-hmm. But maybe you know, you're giving me something I can hold on to, mm-hmm. something. And it, and I mean, you'd be surprised how people remember just as much as people remember. The negative words that you say when you argue with somebody, uh-huh. and you you, you break them down, hurt their feelings. They'll remember that that positive stuff that you said, the things that touched their heart. That really was like, yo, like uh-huh. that was like, wow, like out of nowhere, like she didn't realize that I was feeling this way. And I think if we think about it, I, I say we, men, men, in this particular situation, as I talked about, it, if we think about that thought of wow, she didn't know that I was feeling that way and realize, wait, she didn't know I was feeling that way. Then maybe it can help us kind of open up more. Mm -hmm. Because I think we think that, yeah, Mm -hmm. she didn't even know I was was feeling that way. And we'll even say it and not realize what we said Mm -hmm. because if we realize what we said... She didn't know. Right, she didn't know. And because she didn't know, maybe it's time that you now let her know. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I think that's definitely a good, uh, can be a, a nice substitute, substitute or a nice placeholder. Let me not say substitute, a placeholder. Mm-hmm. While we're waiting to walk through the door. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. So, and in our last few minutes here. You going back to the comments with you? Yes. Okay. Um, what, when you said that, what it caused me to think about is a lot of times when it comes to staleness or... Mm-hmm. Someone is not um, feeling as fulfilled or satisfied. Where do couples go? How do couples do that? Particularly, I would say, again, in communities of faith where certain conversations are taboo. Mm-hmm. But um, when you said that, one, I really did think you were using a wrestling term <laughs> simply because everything is generally connected somewhere either to wrestling or spirituality. But um, 
it, it just made me think about, and I'll be honest, I'll be the first to admit, there are so many different things that we don't know about, or especially when, as we talked about in another um, episode, like when it's always been this taboo conversation, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the doors open. It's like, where do you even start? So even for me, I'm grateful for my community of sisters in which we've taught each other things. We answer each other's questions. We ask questions. It's a safe place to do so. Right. What would you say to couples that are having challenges in that area of physical intimacy? Where are resources? What would you encourage them to do? I know I probably said this a couple times in this in this one episode. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation. Okay. So the conversation should entail. So, what things are you willing to try? Mm-hmm. What What would you like to explore? Mm-hmm. And then if you don't have answers for that, maybe it might be a good idea that y'all go to, go to an adult store, an mm-hmm. old sex shop, because there might be something really simple in there that may as they would say, spice up your life. Or, crack open that Kama Sutra. Mm-hmm. Get, there, there are plenty of, uh, I'll say sex books that aren't, that aren't, that are tastefully done. Mm-hmm. So for people who have issues with certain ways things are presented, mm-hmm. um, if you want to read about it, if you want to just look at positions and figure out, okay, this is what it's supposed to look like. They have diagrams of these things. They have ways, <laughs> and what, what I would always, what I would tell anybody is, I don't care what type of good, or good, bad, poor, excellent, or wonderful physical condition you're in, stretch. <laughs> I know what you because I don't care what type of type of condition, I don't know how limber you are, stretch. Because <laughs> what you don't want to do is pull a hammy, pull a muscle, break nothing. <laughs> you are nuts. Sp- spraying anything. While trying to perform anything common suit you like. Now, um, so have the conversation because you'll be some, have the conversation and don't be afraid. Again, don't feel like it's oh, it's a it's a mystery for me to end up in a sex shop or to, to be online these days. You know, some places aren't open, so you know y'all on, online. There's so many online sex shops. They, they sell the stuff on Amazon. They do. You can, so you guys can go on Amazon, have it Prime delivered. So, you know, so it don't have to take three weeks for it to get to you. You can have it here in two to three days. Um, and look at, together, look at things that might interest you. Um, from lingerie to cuffs, you know, the handcuffs, furry handcuffs. If you, whatever, whatever your, 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 um, you, whatever you like to try, remember, it's your marriage, mm-hmm. you know, and what you guys choose to do, you know, in the bedroom is what y'all choose to do. And, you know, the reality is no one's going to know unless you tell them what you're doing. Uh-huh. And it's your choice to keep your home life, your choice to keep your bedroom between y'all. Uh-huh. So, you know, and even if you, you know, if, like you talked about your circle. Uh-huh. Um, if you have a circle, don't make sure it's a circle, uh, 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 a circle that you can trust, number one, and a circle that is open to help you really because because if they're just as green as you are or, or not open not as open as you are you might be wasting your time talking to them about that 
You might that, that might not be the person you need to talk to about trying to, you know, explore things or and again, the the most important thing about it all is making sure you and your partner are okay with whatever whatever exploration you're going to do. Because it's you and your partner who are literally engaging in it. Mm-hmm. So well, the only thing I'll add to that as we wrap up is I think, you know, some of my favorite conversations between us have been when we've been looking at, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Or mm-hmm. go. And even when I think about when we took the couples trip mm-hmm. um, to Tennessee, well, how many couples was it? Seven. Yeah. And one of our stops as we went to eat, then we went to the sex store together. Right. Right. And even to have that conversation and that um, camaraderie around even with the rest of the couples there, like, okay, what you pick? What y'all got? What y'all find? Like, mm-hmm. But I think the other piece that I would add for couples that are having difficulty, concerns, challenges, whatever word, in that area of sexual or physical intimacy, like you said, having a conversation and also talking to a therapist. Y'all know I'm always going to say this. <laughs> but literally, I was actually redoing, registering for a conference um, in a couple weeks, and if there were 60 seminars, there were probably 12 about uh, relationships and sex. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so important and so profound because, especially in 2020 and 2021, where they're talking about the divorce rates going up since there have been more stay-at-home orders, since people have had to be Around essentially them. confined to to their homes together not having those days or seven or eight hours at an office coming on being around each other 24 7 how relationships have been negatively impacted so i thought it was very powerful that that was a huge part of Mm -hmm. the conference but it just caused me to think about how many people need to actually go and talk to someone about their challenges in their marriage and without shame and without this expectation, like we should need to go talk to nobody about sex. You can't take care of your pancreas. You got to go to an <laughs> endocrinologist if something's not working there. If something's not working in your your lungs, you go to a, a pulmonologist. So, right, right. like, I don't understand why people feel like sometimes when it comes to their mental health or their emotional health or even their sexual health, that they're just supposed to be able right. to do all this by themselves. So. You know, having a conversation with a marriage counselor or someone particularly who does specialize in sex therapy, therapy, exactly, that it could be a very helpful and very powerful way to to resolve that. And this is the last thing I'll say for real. I even (laughs) caution people against having conversations with people in their faith community about this. Because the difference from going to a sex therapist or a therapist is therapists are required by law and required by our ethical code that we can't impose our values Mm -hmm. on you. So if I am a person of certain faith or certain belief or certain, you know, whatever, and I say, oh, no, y'all shouldn't be doing that. Y'all shouldn't go there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be saying that from my level of quote unquote spiritual authority. But if I go to a therapist, they don't get to be the authority on this thing. Their job is to hold space for you to decide and and have asked the right questions Mm -hmm. that help you come to your own conclusion. 
and help you think through it from your point of view. Not because people ask me all the time, like, tell me what to do, fix me. And I'm like, first of all, that's not my job. <laughs> um, but that reality of going to a space that is not going to be judgmental. Right. And that is not going to impose their values on you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I have, you know, people have told me before they want to be in open relationships or they want a sister wife. And we kind of joke like, yeah, that's because you need somebody to help you with laundry. And she's like, <laughs> right, I don't really care about the sex. I just need another help. <laughs> But, you know, if it is that people choose to be in a polyamorous relationship, as a therapist, I can't tell them that that's right or wrong. So So if it is that you and your partner are having challenges in the area of physical intimacy and you can't talk through them yourself, it's very helpful to go to a space that can help you navigate that difficult conversation. So, well... Once again, thanks for joining us. Hopefully you've enjoyed this series on sex. Um, And we'll see you (laughs) next time. Valentine's Day is coming up. So hopefully uh, y'all will be able to have some wonderful time of expressing love physically, emotionally, monetarily. (laughs) Get good gifts. Give good gifts. Create not moments but yeah create memories Memories, um and uh we wish y'all the best yes y'all take care